I'm actor, writer, director, and sometimes DJ Diallo Riddle. And I'm producer, DJ, and songwriter Luxury, also known as the guy who talks about interpolation on TikTok. <laughs> and this is One Song. The show where we deconstruct and celebrate some of your favorite songs from the past 60 years in music history and tell you why they deserve one more listen. You'll never hear these songs the same way again, will you, Diallo? No, you will not. Shout out to U.S. Soy and the United Soy Bean Board for supporting this episode of One Song and for giving our podcast studio an unbelievably smooth, sustainable makeover. Here on our show, we dive deep into the music, dissecting every beat and lyric. Sustainability is just like that. Each eco-friendly choice we make is like a single note that contributes to life's melody. That's why Heartbeat and the USB are teaming up to lead the discussion around greening Hollywood. We're talking slashing the carbon footprint of production with soy-based alternatives like soy-based inks for printing scripts, soy foam for soundproofing studios, and even biodiesel generators to power sets. To see our sustainable studio transformation, watch the Tears for Fears episode of One Song and see behind-the-scenes clips of how we pulled the whole look together. It's all on at Heartbeat Audio on YouTube, and the link is in our show notes. Myrtle Beach is the beach. 60 miles of bright sand, water, and a wealth of wonderful music playing day and night. You can step into a simple beach bar and discover a surprising level of exciting musical talent. A place to kick back and groove to the enticing soundtrack of the most unexpected vacations around. With nothing but good vibes floating through the warm ocean air. Plan your own music-filled trip to America's Jukebox at visitmyrtlebeach.com. Okay, so today's show is going to be quite different because, number one, we're recording in New York City. New York City. I love it here. I used to live New York here. City. We both used we to both live here. We both used to live here. And oh. number two, number two, we're joined by a very special guest. That's right, Diallo. With us today is SNL cast member, stand-up star, and host of the <laughs> hit podcast, Love Thing. It's Punky Johnson. Woo! Punky! Thanks for coming on one song today. Uh, how are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I, I feel yeah. so bad for y'all. Y'all had to come out here in New York in this <laughs> In this <box>. muggy heat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hot box in here. That's right. I always say that like New York, like the, people always talk about the winters, but it's actually those summers that yeah. are, are, are quite quite sticky. We were trying to remember like, because we both lived here once upon a time in former lives and like, you know, the, the spring is great and like, yes. the, the fall, fall is, the is fall wonderful. The fall is the best. Yes. It's one of the best falls. But you also pointed out that there's like a few months on either side. Like when you really <laughs> pin it down, there's actually like maybe six weeks in this, <laughs> like between April 15th and June 1st is great. Yes. <laughs> we, we sound like, we sound like Los Angeles guys. I but, am so sorry that we But seriously, thank you for now. coming on the show. This is, uh, oh, absolutely. You know, this is really, you know, this is not something that we do all the time but like when we heard you know you were a, a music fan and and like to talk about music we were like we got it we got to get punky in here oh yeah i'm very specific about music too <laughs> I'm, but but not i don't really know what the new music is these days <laughs> but so but i but i i i, I keep a load of uh well, we, some we, old stuff. Some we, old we, stuff. We do some recent songs, but we also do a lot of songs from, like you said, the last sixty years. Yeah. Um, so listen, in this episode, we're going to be talking about Missy Elliott. Yes. And before we get into this song, I wanted to ask, what does Missy Elliott mean to you? Man, every song Missy Elliott is like bacon. 
<laughs> she makes she everything, everything better. better. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a song For that real. you didn't want Missy Elliott For on. Real. Man, they had a Super Bowl one time when Missy Elliott came out as a surprise. I almost broke the TV. Yes. I bu- I, I had like a tray on my lap with food. I, that, that shit went flying in the air. I got meatballs and sandwiches all You're over the floor. You're just excited. I was like, not me. I was, oh, man. Bum, I was acting a fool. <laughs> Missy Elliott makes everything 100 She made everything better. better. I feel like she shows up like in the mid to late 90s. Yeah. And then she's just there for like a solid, you know, yeah. 10 or 12 on everybody's songs. Yeah. Everybody's cuts. We're absolutely going to dive into that. All of the above. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Okay, Luxury, what Missy song are we getting into? Wait, it's time to put your thing down, flip it, and reverse it, because it's 2002's Missy Elliott song, Work It. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. It's your primitive, it's wet, and yet. It's your primitive, it's wet, and yet. If you get a Punky, Yo. when you hear that, what are you feeling? What are you thinking? I, sometimes I'll... Keep starting it over. All I need to hear is boom. It's when that bass come in. It's a great drop. I'll I'll keep starting it over sometimes. Sometimes I don't even, with a Missy song. Sometimes I don't even need to hear the rest of it. I mean the Just DJ, me please pick up your phone up on the request. Like you, everybody knew what that song was. I was already DJing. Oh, yeah. When this song came out, and you could just scratch that, and everyone's like, "Oh!" Do you remember the you first know. time you heard it? Is there like a story, like memorable work it story? Uh, I don't know if you want me to get too far in the song right now, but it, we we just didn't understand what she was saying with yes. the. Yep. We I, I can't even tell you what we thought that meant for years. We could always like you know edit it if it's too hardcore, but we, we do want to know. We thought we thought at my school I don't know who said this, but we thought it was is yours if you get the coochie wet. <laughs> That's amazing. It's though. yours, but it, of course That's it's amazing. P. It's of course it's the P word, but just to be cleaner, yeah. it's yours if you get the coochie wet. And we would just be. That you know, might be better than. That's brilliant. I've, I've heard so many is. things yeah. said. It was like you know, oh, it's it's some devil shit. You know, like I, people had all kinds of spec. But I was a DJ, so all I had to do was just slowly drag that thing back. Answer <laughs> your own question. Yeah. Well, we are gonna like we are gonna reveal the mystery of what she's saying there when she flips it and reverses it. Oh but, please. But if there's any opportunity to, to do the punky edit, you know, we've got to we've got to get you on like with with your misinterpretation. Well, okay, fine. We thought it was it's yours if you get the pussy wet. I mean, that's it's- amazing. <laughs> I feel like we should record you saying that, that and then play clean. it backwards yeah. and hear what that sounds like. We'll end the show with that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll end the show with that. Yeah. yeah. That's funny that you thought that that's what she was saying in reverse, but it actually goes towards the heart of why I think this song was so important, which yes. is that this song really was like it was it was sexually empowering for women. You know what I mean? Like hip hop. You know, just in the last couple of years, it has stopped being so male dominated. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd argue that all the biggest stars right now, with the exception of like maybe one or two guys, yeah. are women. But when Missy came out with this, like, we, you know, it was still so male dominated. Right. And yet here she comes with this song where she's literally objectifying men and also getting, yeah. you know, she's she's getting her rocks off, so to yeah. speak. Don't you know forget she's saying? shaving her chocha yeah. in this song. Too. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's the same song, you yeah. know? So get a pedicure. The... Get your hair did. Was, you she, know? The, was she the first person? Now I'm stuck. Now you got me thinking. Yeah. Was she the first person, woman in a song to say, put this pussy on you? <laughs> I, you I don't know. Very, very much possible. I just thought about that. She, she was when I mean, maybe Lil Kim. I mean, Lil Kim has yeah. probably said something like that. Yeah. I mean, MC Light didn't talk like that. No, yeah. not, no, no. <laughs> Uh, Queen Latifah, Queen Latifah, yeah. Latifah no. she's royalty. She can't yeah, talk yeah, like yeah. that. No. But no, this was like 
this was the first superstar female rapper who was like raunchy and i feel yeah. like you know it was it was sexually empowering women and sexually empowering to black women yes. also very important part of the story but before we get into all of that when i think about the song just from a mechanical point of view yeah, yeah. i don't often associate it with sampling but you pointed out to me that there are a lot of samples yeah, going there's, on there's here. actually a lot of interesting samples and like there's not that many of them but each there's two in particular mm -hmm. that have like these crazy layers to them so we're going to deconstruct that in just a moment Straight out the gate, we've got that one sample, which is the DJ, please pick up the phone on right. the request line. Mm -hmm. That's straight out of a song from 1984 by Rockmaster Scott and the Dynamic Three, <laughs> as we were joking <laughs> That about. is such an such old a school rap, rap name. <laughs> what is yeah. it, Rockmaster? It's yeah. Rockmaster Scott and the Dynamic Three, because it's 1984. That's what <laughs> oh, you call okay. your rap group. Yes, Rockmaster. <laughs> you, you've got some number. It's the something four. And yeah. you're, you're treacherous, you're ferocious, the furious, the furious, you're furious. Furious five or Furious three. In this case, you're Dynamic. Dynamic, okay. And, Let's hear, and here's the original. Let's okay. hear Rockmaster. Let's hear Rockmaster. Dynamic 3. Oh. So it's just straight up sampled from that. And then you get a little wicky wicky. And you get into the next sample. But there's something about this song which, right out the gate, I think it's really packaged mm -hmm. as such an homage to old school hip hop, and mm -hmm. all of the samples reflect that. Yeah, right well, out also, the gate with this one. Yeah. In the video, she's wearing an old school tracksuit, and she's got like all those yeah. break dancers in the video Absolutely. and stuff. We're, I think we're probably gonna say something about the video in a little bit. But that I gotta say, that track is kind of hot. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> really I like about old school hip hop. It's just literally like a a, a clap for a yeah. snare and like an 808. The gigantic beat. A right. rolling 808 a drum. A rolling Drum. They didn't have a whole lot. It was yeah. just two turntables. Yeah. Not three. That's all you need. Two turntables, yeah. one real, mic. It was real simple. It was real simple. <laughs> you have all the clarity with the old school shit. That's right. By the way, as a DJ, I will say that anytime I like as a DJ, it's always fun when you can put on a song that doesn't start with the music, mm -hmm. but yet everybody knows the song. And they come running to the like, dance floor. Yeah, so you can scratch it that you can, you can DJ, please. Everybody's like, oh, I gotta put down my drink. I gotta get the dance floor. You know, like it's just it, it goes down. Pandemonium. No, that'd be my that'd be my favorite. I mean, I was always like that with uh, Missy Ellie. Missy Ellie put a lot of people on too. Missy is just yes. still to me, yes, just the queen of it. Does she yeah. go on the Mount Rushmore? Absolutely. I think she goes on the Mount Rushmore. Absolutely. I think people forget that was like the song of the year when like MTV Video Music uh, Video Music Video of the Year. Yeah. I can't talk. It was this, <laughs> it was the song of two thousand two. Absolutely, Easily. yeah, for everybody. And it was a, it was a bad year. I mean, like you got to put it in context. Like right. two thousand two. Let's not forget what's literally happening. Literally digging out of the rubble of 9-11, about to go to war in Afghanistan. Yeah. People are thinking we're going to end up in war in Iraq. I think it's interesting in that music video when she says, uh, hear the drummer boy go pa dum pa dum pump. Like they show straight up just the Marines saluting. And I was like, what a weird image right. to put in a music video. But like the world had, the world had, and especially America had war about on the, the mind. Mm -hmm. about that. You're yeah, think about right that year. That it was, it was, yeah. It's a very uh, troubling year. She also brought the heat and brought the flavor too. It was it's it's she almost remind me I can't even say this she, I mean I am but she almost remind me of a Bruno Mars which should be said <laughs> in reverse but it mm. makes more sense for what we talking about right in now in what sense in, in a sense of Bruno Mars is not the regular R and B singer right he still like old school he liked the Temptations right. yeah, he got yeah, a whole yeah, band yeah, and yeah. everything band and, and, and then funk. you got Missy Elliott she comes in and she gives you a different type of yeah she this is some happy hip hop to me right <laughs> this ain't I'm a, this right. ain't this Maybe ain't I'm gonna steal something from you or yeah. she she ain't talking about drugs or money or power and if Listen, she is it's all subliminal it's all under the beat such a good point because I'm thinking about it and I've been thinking about it when I knew we were gonna do this song there was something really welcoming 
about Missy Elliott as a person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you think about all the biggest hip-hop stars, Tupac, Biggie, all the people who came before her. And and I was trying to think, has there ever been anybody, I'm, I'm going to make the case, maybe Q-Tip. But yes. Q-Tip welcomed you, you into hip-hop. He wanted to be your friend, but you had to come and honor hip-hop on certain terms. Yeah. But by the time Missy's out there, hip-hop is becoming the sound of American youth culture. Mm-hmm. And as a result, everybody's paying attention to it. So she wasn't... She wasn't like, oh, you have to respect hip hop. She was just like, hey, this is hip hop. This is, you know, this is what we do. And like everybody, I can't think of one person. She's one of those rare artists rare. where even if you don't buy a Missy Elliott album and you only listen to the Kinks or something like yeah. that, you still wanted to be down with Missy Elliott. You know what Yo, I'm saying? Yo, Missy, Missy was singing. She was uh, singing. Missy, she was is, writing crazy. She was writing she's and rapping. producing. And and she'll make a dance song. You remember the dance song <laughs> yeah. she made for Sierra? She made a couple good dance great songs. Great songs. Yeah. For like Sierra. Sierra. Just, I can't. If I ever see Sierra, I will probably say it the way Missy Elliott said. Absolutely. Like, oh, Sierra. She made. Yeah. She's she's she's, she's just making all around. The uh, princess is here. Music. Yeah. And she got a beautiful like her voice is really pretty too. It's beautiful. Pretty angelic. She yeah. can sing. She wrote songs for. Every like TLC and um, mm-hmm. Aaliyah. Uh, oh, she wrote Leo? that song for Tweet. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Tweet. Tweet. <laughs> yeah. One thing about Missy is mm-hmm. they didn't. What's the word I'm trying to use? Here? I'm drawing a blank. But they didn't like sexualize her. You know how a lot of women they got to be in the bikini, mm-hmm. they got to be in the small bra, the small yeah. pants, all of the makeup. They didn't do that to Missy. Mm-mm. Missy was a beautiful, thick, fine woman. <laughs> yeah. And came out. I mean, like with the garbage bag, with, right? with the garbage video. bag in her hair. She oh, she had a whole head full of finger waves. Yes, my nigga. yes. Like what? Finger waves? <laughs> I think that's one of the reasons why she was so welcoming because she she seemed legit. She was like, I I'm just real. What you did know you know think when you first like, saw that that video we were talking about the, uh, which, the rain? Which, like super duper fly, the rain. Like when you first oh, see her in the garbage bag. I can't stand the yeah, rain. Yeah. I think that might have been the first song I might yeah. have of. Really? Seen her. Oh, I was like, who is this crazy lady yeah. with these finger waves and these, uh, she looked like a um, a beetle, like a bug or <laughs> yeah, something yeah. with glasses on. Yeah, right. she had the high eyes video right, right. popping. Yeah. But, 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 but then yeah. I'm like, Ma, we should get the black garbage bags instead of the uh, white garbage bags and <laughs> huh? let me sit in the mirror and practice being Missy Elliott. Yeah. So she influenced your, your family's oh, yeah. garbage bag decision. Yeah, <laughs> I had a, I had a, uh, I got the glasses, yeah. I got the finger waves and I had a fan that would blow Are under me. Are you serious? And yes, for the bag to just, <laughs> man, I was trying to be Missy Elliott so bad. That's some stuff That's that amazing. you just can do as a kid because you got time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I don't like, think, we couldn't, we couldn't, we couldn't There's have time nothing, do I don't today. care how cool it is. There's set no way that I'm going to set aside the time. To recreate yes, Super Duper Fly. My favorite, <laughs> But that's 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 beautiful, and I think yeah. that really is one of the reasons why uh, everybody loves Missy because she just she she's she whimsical, just, she just, she's, she's real. She just yeah. and by the way, the first time I heard Super Duper Fly, just to step back a second, I remember thinking this is one of the weirdest hip hop songs. Vroom. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, we weren't doing shrooms back then, yeah. really, but like it felt like hip hop on shrooms or something like. We're gonna that. get to that when we get to the yeah. acapella, but that's okay. one of one of her like obviously that we're all you know talking about is we love her use of sound. Yes, and yes. so much of what she's doing, it's not just lyrics, it's not just melody, it's also and that's just placement. That's like mm-hmm. those are the typical weapons you wield as yes. a vocalist. She's also playing with quick, crazy sounds and yeah. weird repetitions and inventing new words, neologisms, yeah. right? So we're gonna we're gonna get <laughs> oh, into that. that. That, is, that sounds like a new word. Okay, so you mentioned Request Line. Uh, what are some of the other songs? You tell me there's a Blondie sample. So let's there. keep getting into it. So here's the here's the song as it stands. This is just the instrumental of work. It, okay. And I'll tell you what this comes from. 
So there's obviously a couple of things going hot. on there. It's hot. hot. There's kind of the main hip hop beat with the big kick and the big snare, mm-hmm. and then there's that ween a ween a ween ween. That's original. That's something that uh, Timbaland probably got from a, a sample CD actually, because he famously likes to you know kind of mix and match from these sample CDs and, and his beat library. Mm-hmm. But that other beat that's kind of on top, that's a little bit pluck a pluck a pluck. It's like yes. a high beat. If that sounds a little familiar to you, it's because you probably recognize it from this. Wow. We worked it. Let me check it. And then it ain't after we did reverse it. Wow. That's dope. So that's Blondie's Heart of Glass. And it's obviously. Once it was a love and it was a gas. Yeah, it's slowed down. The tempo slowed down. Mm. Okay. To make it more hip hop friendly. And the pitch is a little I would have never yeah. connected the two. I, right? I've heard both of those songs, you know, working at Heart of Glass mm-hmm. a million times. Never drew that connection. Never. You know what's crazy too is that on in Work It, there's in the publishing credits. If you go and check out, like, and by the way, this is kind of like a side note. This is you won't find this on Wikipedia or Spotify. Those are often wrong. You have got to go a little deeper. But I went, <laughs> I went, did a deep dive and found the actual re- records in ASCAP and BMI's library. And Blondie's uh, Debbie Harry and Chris Stein are, are both credited as co-writers of. Of working because of the use of that beat. But what's doubly crazy about it is that beat itself is from a drum machine that anyone can buy and use free of charge. It's one of so, the settings okay. on the drum machine? It's just a preset on the Roland CR-78. Wow. Really? <laughs> yeah, and this is a drum machine that was available in the late 70s. You've heard it on other songs, too. What's crazy is when I was a kid, I had a Casio keyboard, and like I always liked Bossa Nova. I always liked the, you yes. know, it's like, oh, yeah. you hit a button, and go, It has this really cute little, little thin little sound, but when you add, what happened, obviously, is this drum machine came out and Blondie and a couple of artists were like, okay. oh, this is this is a nice element we can add, you know, to our regular rock song. And here's a, I'm going to sh- play a couple more songs that use this that you'll okay. recognize. And they're using the same drum machine. That's the CR-78. Oh, I love this song. This is a Hell Hall, yeah, and this is di- Hall and Oates. Kisses on my list. So with, with this song, you got to go back to the Missy song and help me Oh to yeah, no, it's confusing. Feels a comparison. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot going with on with the last one. Oh, okay. Oh, so he was I'll just talking about that you. drum, that drum that's in what? the hollow notes, though, right? So what I'm playing for you is literally that very first thing. I'll play it again. Okay. So it's just those little tiny dinky drums uh-huh. at the very beginning. It's this early drum machine. This is before 808s, which are every hip hop uh-huh. song forever. After they started being used in yeah. Planet Rock in 1982, that hadn't been invented yet. So drum machines have these tiny little dinky sounds, and this is one of them. That little, and it's even got this cute little full. Yes, yeah, because it's so soft. No, we were just talking about that DJ Please, that first song when it was like a huge filling the room with space. Those little drum machines, no, they hadn't gotten there yet. And there's one more song that uses the same drum machine as a as an element, and similarly, right out the gate at the very top of the song, it's this one. See if you can recognize it. Yeah, that's 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 the homie Phil Collins. Phil Collins in the air today. Okay. 
Oh, yes. And they're about to come in with the big drums. That's right. Yeah, which is obviously part of it. All three of these artists were like, we're going to have this tiny little drum thing. And then we'll have this moment where big drums come in and make it exciting. Oh, yeah. They go from zero to 100 real quick. Big drums. It's not even a build up. It's just like from here to here, like quickly. Right. But I love it. That type of music pop off. Speaking of drums, as a DJ, like there's certain break beats that are just classic because the drums just hit so hard. Tell me about, this is the one part of the song where I was aware there was a sample. Right. And it's at the end where it's like, to the ladies! Yeah. i show you how to work it. You, right. Tell us about that sample. Well, and it plays into what we've been discussing already throughout this song and the track and the video, which is like the old school hip-hop homage. Mm. Uh-huh. So it's very consciously done to be a shout-out to the past. The original breakbeats, yeah. Original breakbeats. So the song kind of plays through with that beat that we heard. Like, it's kind yeah. of that beat the whole song. There really isn't a lot of variety in the track. Until the very end, the Hey Ladies part, it's kind of like, I would call it a coda, musically speaking, because the song's kind of over, so it's just kind of like a little bonus at the end. Oh, yeah, it just keeps the party going a little bit longer. And then you hear this. And that beat right there is a classic, classic breakbeat. That's lifted from... And intentionally referencing the classic Run, Run DMC. DMC song Peter Piper from yep. 1986. Let's hear a little bit, a little bit of that. Let's hear that. So hard. Break all this so back, hard. yo. Break it back. <laughs> the scratches, the looping, the like, where's the little out of key, because it's being done on a turntable. These, yeah. This is when sampling wasn't done in a sampler or on a laptop, right. so you could perfect it and have it be the same loop every time. You had to have a DJ, you had to have Jam Master J on yeah. the decks actually physically doing that, and it's going to be a little different every time. Yeah. Yes. It's not going to loop perfectly. It's not, it's not perfectly yeah. quantized, as it's they say. It's not quantized, absolutely. Um, but that itself was a sample. That's that's absolutely right. So there's two more layers, and that's the next layer, is that that is a sample of this track by Bob James called Take Me to the Mardi And Gras. Bob James, just for those who don't know, Bob James is like this uh, sort of, I don't know what you call him, it was sort of like a pop jazz. Uh, Quiet it, Storm. It kind of got, see, I think it got kind of pejoratively labeled as like easy listening jazz, mm-hmm. but the hip-hop generation took a lot of those oh, yeah. songs and then they flipped them and made them just hard. Let's hear a little bit of Take Me to the Mardi Gras. Oh, stop. This is crazy. Wait, wait for it. (laughs) And by the way, Bob James. That organ is going hard. He's known known for playing the the Rhodes. That's like his main instrument. And if it sounds kind of like a vibe you've heard before, it's also the Angela, the theme from Taxi. Uh It's the same guy. It's like. He's, he's done a lot. I mean, these people knew how to make music. They know how to make music. I forgot how good music it was. For, 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 the, for the real hip hop heads or people who really want to find a deep, 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 deep cut, my favorite sampling of Bob Jane's is a song called Baby Paw. Baby Paw by the group Group Home. So we struggle and strive, niggas, just to stay alive. I sense fear in these pussy rappers, mommy, okay. Baby Paw by Group Home. And by the way, uh, fun fact about that song, 
the song doesn't start until after they get into a fight over a craps game. So <laughs> you have to listen to the whole fight because you know it's a, it's a '90s hip hop CD. There's a whole skit before the song even starts at like the two minute mark. So wait till they get into the fight at the crap game, and then the song starts. And it's one of my favorite Bob James samples of all time. So just to wrap up, how you know the songwriting credits we were saying before we got Blondie on there. Well, we weirdly don't have Bob James mm-hmm. on there, but we do have Run DMC on there. Yeah. The reason we don't have Bob James on there, even though his work was sampled in Peter Piper, which was sampled by Timbaland Jesus. in this Missy Elliott song, is because that Bob James breakbeat, the Take Me to the Mardi Gras, is a cover of a freaking Paul Simon song. Mm. So Wait, Did so not know that. This is like layer five of what's happening in, in work in that, that track right there. Beat, <laughs> Let's yeah. peel back that last layer. This, this is right a busy-ass song. It's a busy-ass song. I'm just going to play a little snippet of it. So which part? I'm trying to... So, so to be clear, there is no part of this song in the Missy Elliott song, but okay. the Bob James song that we just listened to yep. is Bob James's cover of this Paul Simon song. Okay. And because okay. sampling and, and publishing laws are so convoluted and complicated, yes. Paul Simon ends up getting a piece of work at... Okay. <laughs> because his song was That's covered. Crazy. That is freaking crazy. That? Is there more show? Is there more show coming up? I think there's more show. We're going to come back after a quick break. Shout out to U.S. Soy and the United Soybean Board for supporting this episode of One Song and for giving our podcast studio an unbelievably smooth, sustainable makeover. Here on our show, we dive deep into the music, dissecting every beat and lyric. Sustainability is just like that. Each eco-friendly choice we make is like a single note that contributes to life's melody. That's why Heartbeat and the USB are teaming up to lead the discussion around greening Hollywood. We're talking slashing the carbon footprint of production with soy-based alternatives like soy-based inks for printing scripts, soy foam for soundproofing studios, and even biodiesel generators to power sets. To see our sustainable studio transformation, watch the Tears for Fears episode of One Song and see behind-the-scenes clips of how we pulled the whole look together. It's all on at Heartbeat Audio on YouTube, and the link is in our show notes. Myrtle Beach is the beach. 60 miles of bright sand, water, and a wealth of wonderful music playing day and night. You can step into a simple beach bar and discover a surprising level of exciting musical talent. A place to kick back and groove to the enticing soundtrack of the most unexpected vacations around. With nothing but good vibes floating through the warm ocean air. Plan your own music-filled trip to America's Jukebox at visitmyrtlebeach.com. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, 
in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Welcome back. So a hip-hop producer like Timberland takes inspiration from the past and other records. What inspires you when you write your comedy? Well, it all depends. <laughs> so, um... I feel like your parents have a lot to do with your comedy. Um, actually, all of my comedy stems from relationships. Oh, okay. And because I do a lot of crazy... <laughs> things. <laughs> crazy things. And also people that... Comedians that talk about relationships, too, because I watch how they turn these small little situations into big stories. Mm-hmm. And um, like Kevin Hart, he turns these small situations into big stories, and I love that. And he's a family man, mm. so I watch. I love and, and Eddie Murphy, of course, and yes. oh my God, Richard Pryor, and all of his relationship struggles. That was huge for me to watch him. That that's so interesting that you bring that up because we were talking earlier. Like, is there such a thing as sampling in comedy? Right. Like, and and is and honestly, is there interpolation right. in comedy? And one is there of, such a, there's such a line where it's like you yeah, can't take someone's joke. Right. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to take somebody's joke and like you know, Carlos Mencia got in all that trouble because they were like, no, you just stealing jokes. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like like if if I'm on if I'm on stage and I'm doing stand up and I say like Eddie, well, everybody knows that that's yeah. a reference to Eddie Murphy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like. I feel like we do sometimes sample one another when it's when it's clear that we are referencing. Like if you got up on stage and was like, "I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers." We know what you're yeah, sampling. Absolutely, burn yeah, it back. Exactly. So, but also, shit, I'll sample the shit out of a meme I see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be like, "Ain't nobody saying this on stage. Give me this goddamn meme. Put that but, shit in my pocket." But it's the mine difference now. would be that, that that's a reference. You're just you're, you. Everyone understands that right. you're referencing it. You're not like taking his joke and saying this is my, pretending it's right. your joke. I mean, some people will flat out steal a joke, but you can't. It's like when you just so like, you know, original in your own style, it's very hard for somebody to steal a joke. Exactly. As far as like, I think there is a such thing as a light sample mm. of, of the path that we've, because if I watch too much Kevin Hart, I'm going to start acting like Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I got to be like, all right, we got to start watching. You start getting his cadences a yes, little bit. Yes, his cadences, yeah. his sound. Eh. I start, you know, I'm like, all right, he's, 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 he's on punishment for about six months. Yeah, you, if, you, you got to stay If away. you listen to too much Chris Rock, I said, if you listen to too much Chris Rock, <laughs> yeah. you say everything twice. <laughs> so you know, I think it's I think it's a such thing of of in that nature. Mm-hmm. But also, sometimes we go through a lot of similar experiences, and we just yeah. tell the same right. story. I was say topically, there, there's like topics Absolutely. that are just everyone's going to hit certain topics. Absolutely. But I will say, as, as someone who also writes comedy, the best feeling is when you like pick up on something, and it was like it was right there. You know what I mean? Like it was, everybody saw it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But you were the first person to really be yeah. like, put a takeout. That that's when yeah. you feel like, fuck yeah, this is what I'm supposed yeah. to do. When you yeah. can when you can find that thing and everybody's like, how did how did I not come up with that joke first? How did yeah. I not see that? Yeah, it must be exciting. That's, that's yeah. exciting. I'll, I'll call a friend if I love a joke. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, you ain't put this on your special. I remember you did this joke back in 2010. Mm. Well, have you done that? You've made sure that you're not like ripping something else off. Oh, I will call you for your joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I'd be like, I love this joke. You stopped doing it. I ain't heard you do it in a while. Interesting. And I want it. Wait, that's super interesting to me. So you have you have you not taken like steal take it, but like you've there's a joke that's in your head that you just love. And you're like, I feel like I can work this in, but I want to make sure I do it in proper Absolutely. channels. Absolutely, that's interesting. Yeah, I know the comedians will call each other and be like, "Yo, you, you remember that time you said that?" The... <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you in your face. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. If, if, even if you're just saying something and it's yeah. funny and we laugh together, I'd be yeah. like, you know what? That's mine now. You're like, wait, what? That's what? hilarious. I'll, I'll tell you it's mine that, before you go use it. That's like a band though doing like a cover. Like they'll do yeah. the set with like 11 original songs, yeah. and then song number 12 is a cover version. There you go. And someone else wrote it. Left hand giant, bitch. That's my joke. <laughs> 
Um, it's actually funny because I don't do stand-up. But when I come up with a joke that I think is a good joke for a stand-up, there's certain people I'll text. I'll be like, hey, you know, you can have this. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I give it away. I that's, do. That's yeah. generous. Because I, I, stand-up is weird. I don't know how you guys have the the, the ability to do that. I, I just think Oh, that, I don't know like, either. Oh my I question God, my yeah. life every day. <laughs> <laughs> how do you do it? That is a question I have. And, and how much variety do you throw into, if it's a set, where you have kind of like beats, you know, you're going to hit this joke, this joke. How much variation do you have from night to night? It is definitely... A music thing to me. It is definitely a rhythm, mm-hmm. and I like to go. I, I watch Steve Harvey say this. He say he go by five second, seven second, which means he'll set up a seven second five. So he'll set up a joke, and it'll take about seven seconds. And then at the fifth second, which is the twelfth second, he'll have the joke, the wow. punchline. So then he'll set it up for five seconds, and then at the and then he'll take seven seconds to get. It's 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 complicated. I that know, is but it's, math. it's but there's a rhythm to it's, it. Like it's you're it's rhythm. Yeah. So I went to uh, Arizona and I had like the set, and I was like, okay, my special is gonna run off of this set. It was the best set that I've done. It was probably show number forty one. Mm. And finally, at the forty first show, I'm like, this is the set that I'm gonna go off of and extend from this one, mm-hmm. and it was perfect. From start to finish, it was joke at the fifth second, at the seventh second, at the fifth second, at the seventh second, at the twelfth second, at the fifth second, at the seventh second. The whole thing. So people couldn't breathe. <laughs> it, it had it was this material that you'd been working, but you found the rhythm I found for it. the cadence for each of the, and each that joke and the felt timing. So good. That's, yeah. and, that's now, real. and now every night you kind of know where it's going to go and for how long and this yeah. sort of five second, seven second yes. thing. Do you have variety from night to night to kind of keep yourself are there things so that if it becomes too routine, mm-hmm. like you've got it nailed and perfect, but is there a point where that becomes like less interesting to actually be performing? Well, once I get it, I leave it alone for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. I don't drive myself insane with it. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to let just let this soak in. And then so I did that Saturday. So the next time I'm going to look at that is Thursday. So it could be nice. It could be fresh. And mm-hmm. I won't be tired of beating the shit out of that it. That makes sense. Yeah. That's cool. Um, speaking of rhythm. Speaking of I rhythm. would like to, now that we've gotten all these samples into our, our heads. I would love to go back uh, to Timlin. Can you play us the uh, the isolated beat so that we can hear the Blondie drums and all the other samples all meshed together? Happy to. Ooh, Here yeah. it comes. <laughs> and you hear in there how there's the, that scratching thing. Mm-hmm. And that's also part of, that's from Peter Piper. So uh-huh. you get you get the Bob James sampled Peter Piper, but possibly the reason why they didn't just go to the Bob James record for the Take Me to the Mardi Gras sample is because they wanted how Run DMC flipped it and added the scratching and okay. added the kind of how he flipped it, how he flipped it oh, <laughs> and reversed it. He didn't it. quite reverse it. He didn't That's reverse coming it. Soon. That's coming up. You know, one thing I want to say is that it always strikes me about uh, Timbaland Beats is that it's always a little bit behind the beat. That's mm-hmm. what people don't realize. Like, you know, if if you just gave the told the computer, okay, give me a f- you know four four beat, like it would just be boom tap boom right. tap. But but Timbaland knows enough to put yeah, that drum hesitation just, just behind the mm-hmm. beat, and I feel like that's what makes it more vibey. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it sound more real. I also think that uh, Timbaland was clearly listening to drum and bass at the end of the '90s because like. If you go back and you listen to like that stuff he did with Aaliyah, yeah, and that stuff he did with Genuine, like that snare is always like real cut right. off. It's like boom, boom, you know, like oh, right. it's like it's really staccato. That's a cool connection. Yeah, it's dope. Um, you know, somebody. What's, actually, what's your favorite Timbaland beat of all time? Oh man, I mean, I gotta go with probably the first one I ever heard, which is, I mean, Super Duper Fly just has so much personal mm. like, uh-huh. emotional resonance yeah. for me. 
favorite. Probably my favorite Missy song. Probably my favorite Timberland beat. And that video, I mean, it's yes. just like, it great. it's life-changing. There's something that's like pre-Super-Duper Fly, like in, on, there's yes. 9-11 for global events. Right. And then, and then right. for, for my musical like life, I would say that like, I would say that that video, that song, everything about it is like, so everything that came after is a completely different planet that I live Yes. On. Off the well top put. of the dome, your favorite Timbaland beat. Oh my God, off the top of the dome? And there are some wrong answers. <laughs> Bro, it's like 10 of them. But it, it might. You're going to remember he did, one. Gen, he did, I mean, come on, he did Aaliyah. He did Aaliyah. He did Genuine. Yes. He did Missy. Frick, I mean, it, uh, you forget he also did Justin Timberlake and yeah, Britney it's just Spears. Like, you can start with one, fumble your way through an answer if it's not feeling I'm, right. Honestly. And it, then flip it and reverse it and go back and Well, undo. first of all, I'm going to have to say this one, and let me tell you why. Okay. Because first, we're not analyzing all those other songs, but since we are analyzing this one, and I'm learning all these layers, I'm mm. like, this got to be the best goddamn beat I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Just understanding how right. they put, I mean, this is a goddamn jigsaw puzzle. Yeah, it really is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So to just take it, and then, I mean, it's... I. I, like I said, I thought it was sitting on two samples. We sitting on about five or six samples, and then he doing stuff under the beat, and then he using Run DMC because he flipped it but didn't reverse. I mean, this is... <laughs> and then it's just jacked up. This song this, this song is on a whole bunch of muscle milk. It's just jacked. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say my favorite Timbaland beat is One in a Million by Aaliyah. Oh, There's cut. something about that beat. I just feel like, you know... Love it, babe. Love it, babe. It's hot. <laughs> and then number two for me, I think, is Are You That Somebody by Aaliyah because it's got the baby in it. And there's no better use of a baby in a pop record than that. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, my God, he put a baby on the track. So Those are my two. Um, one of the wild things about the Missy and Timberland collaborations is that they're both from Virginia Beach and Pharrell's from Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the clips also from there. Like Virginia, Virginia is kind of slept on as a state. Yeah. I mean, you got skills, you got, uh, I know I'm leaving out so many people, but there are a lot of, you know, people from like one little area. What about the people, Punky, in the neighborhood where you grew up? Were there a lot of, were there a lot of talented, you know, youngsters running around? Man, doing look, New their Orleans, thing? New Orleans is the house of bounce music. It really is. So have shout out to DJ Jimmy. Man, look, it's the, it's the house <laughs> where of they bounce at? music. Where they at? Where they at? Where they at? I, that's still one of my favorite tracks Listen, of all time. We grew up on house, of the, the bounce music. Yeah. We grew up on Master P and them. Mm. Uh, we always bring no up Master P. We always bring up Master Man. P when he talks about interpolation Listen. because Master P is quietly the king of interpolation. He will take your song from the '70s mm-hmm. and have his cousin sing the cook. Yeah. So instead of Summer Breeze, it's Smoking Weed. Smoking <laughs> Weed <laughs> makes me feel high. That's the best way to explain interpolation. All Just I got everyone is gets it. On my mind. <laughs> you know, like we used to, Absolutely. we used to be like, "Who's P? P don't want to spring for a real singer, so he got his cousin Man, to sing this track." P was making it happen. <laughs> P was making all the then money. You got. Ca- uh, you know, Young Money, Cash Money was in the building. Cash Money came Turk, out. Turk, Lil Wayne. Yep. Uh, Juvie. Juvenile. It's uh, crazy how much er- talent there is. Yeah. Man, er- we was how, lit. How was, a, how was a moment? 
high was it when 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 Juvenile's High came out? Oh yeah, you, you got your bro jeans, huh? You know, like that song was just a classic. It just took hip hop into a whole different yes. direction. Of oh, okay, so we don't have to rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you know, my thing about Master P is he didn't mind <laughs> rhyming the same word with the same word. It, like, it works. It rhymes. <laughs> my favorite Master P line of all all time. Because uh, you can see the rhyme coming. He was like, I got to make money. And if I die in this game, I guess that wouldn't be funny. <laughs> I can't play with you. P, <laughs> Percy, no... Percy, if you're listening, <laughs> come on the show. I want to talk to you about your, your process. First thought, best thought. Okay? I no about... editing required all the time. Listen, you don't always have to edit. Listen, listen man. <laughs> he had a double and triple CD to put out that month. For real. <laughs> he put out CDs everybody. Yeah. He was like, okay, Skullduggery coming out next. And then we're going to do Mia X. Uh, like He was just yeah. always putting out CDs. Every Yo. single month. Oh, yeah, and it was making that money. I, I love the music of New Orleans. I got um, Well, before we leave the yeah. New Orleans track, I got to ask, what about the older stuff? I mean, not obviously New Orleans mm-hmm. is the home of jazz, but like you have this incredible era of like funk music. I mean, I, I'm personally a mm-hmm. huge fan of like the Meters, maybe one of my favorite bands of all time. Yeah. Was that like in your house growing up, or was that like in the air, or was like was that kind of of another era? Was that already a little? You know what? About? We was by the time I got. Old. First of all, we listening to our parents' music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number one. So of course, I'm raised on the Aretha Franklins, uh, Diana, the, the Diana Rosses. Mm-hmm. Um, not too much funk unless we getting into. Um, I guess the most funkiest was honestly. It, it is not <laughs> funk at all, but honestly, like the Isley Brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we was on that. Yeah. Because it was the South, and I do think that, like, in the South, I'll, I'll just speak for myself, like, in Atlanta, you know, uh, that that was absolutely the music that was, like, your uncles, your mm-hmm. aunts, you know, like, that was the kind of music that they yeah. listened to. That and, and the Quiet Storm was always big. They didn't play yeah. hip-hop on mm-hmm. the radio in the South until really around the time that Biggie dropped the remix to One More Chance. Oh, that wow. was when I first started to hear it during the daytime. But before that, like, mm-hmm. it was all Anita Baker. You right. know, it yeah. was it was all Anita Baker and you know Yeah, and we just had all the ghetto music that was local. <laughs> that wasn't out yeah. yet. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I got you I got know? DJ Jimmy on a on a cassette. That's what I'm saying. Somebody was like, Yo, you gotta listen to this. Yeah. And I heard here go to one, two, three, hit. We're gonna start this thing off right. Ah. We got New Orleans in the house tonight. You know, like that was yeah. some real that was some you had to ha- you had to know somebody to even know the tape existed. Right, 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 right. Okay, for the next part, we're going to talk about Missy's vocals. And, of course, this is where all the magic happens. Yes. Missy's wordplay, her sound effects, all the effects that Timbaland puts on her vocals. It's interesting to hear some of that isolated track because it really points out how much action is happening on top. Almost everything is happening on the vocal part, on the vocal side of things in this track. So let's start with the chorus. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. It's your formidable plan yet. It's your formidable plan yet. If you get a whole lot of there's a lot to unpack there. There's a lot of moaning on that. I never noticed that she's going, oh. You can't hear it. You can't hear it over the beat. You can't hear it over the beat, but it's there. And like, you know, it's getting the party started. I lecture, I have to ask you the backwards parts. Okay. Yeah, I mean, can, we're going to we're gonna have to use our, our production magic to actually yes. hear what's happening there. With the flip of a button, I can answer the question that we've all had all these many years. Are yes. you ready yes. for it? Are we ready for I it? I need it. I need it. I'm going to play it forwards first just to remind you. 
All right, so the last chance in life to have to not know what she's really saying. Because from this point forward, play it backwards. I'm going to flip it, I'm going to reverse it. And it sounds like this in reverse. Thing down, flip it and reverse it. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. That's now, it. Can you do this on the fly? Can you play it in reverse? <laughs> can you play the whole track, the whole chorus in reverse? Sure. Okay. Let's hear what that sounds Let's like. Let's see what that sounds Wait, like. Wait, so she was saying? So she, That's all basically she was saying. She just it's repeated just the previous herself. line. She, she repeats herself. It's just the that previous bitch. line. <laughs> I know. It was actually, I feel like she could have done anything there. Really. I thought this was about to be some magical, oh, no. so look, we, like, we, cold we spent the fir- to get into. <laughs> no, go ahead. Oh, Rome, anything. Leading. Like, a whole uh, life's been leading up to this moment, and it's this? We have brought Missy her flowers, but can I just say, I wish she had said something like, you know, I don't know. Anything. Some Al Capone's yeah, bullshit so, so, is what's so, so going really, on here. But here, can you play the whole chorus in reverse so that we can hear everything? I, I thought it was going to be like a different language or I thought, something. I, I thought it was going to be like God is God is great or something. I had no idea what it was going to be. Here we go. Oh, here's everything here's the in reverse. Whole, here's everything in reverse. Okay, that fucks you up so bad because after the reverse part <laughs> is face. forward, we get the forward part reversed. So yes. it just sounds like the original. We're just in a That's loop. messing me up. This is some MC Escher shit. I am in a box. I am upset. I'm upset. I thought I was going to be happy. <laughs> so sorry. You know, they say never Don't meet your out. heroes and never out. play them backwards. But this is almost worse than the Michael Jackson when I was mad about that. <laughs> what were you mad at Michael Jackson about? I'm going to say it one more time. I'm not going to stop. When we thought it was Mama say it, Mama sign a Michael sign. So he does say Mama say Mama sign a Michael sign. No, you're right. That is what he says. No, yeah. he said I'm going to say it one more time. I'm not going to stop. No, that's no, no. that's a that's an internet an inter- thing. Inter- that is bullshit. That is inter- <laughs> he does not say no damn yes, Mama say. Because, because he actually had to pay out because that's an interpolation. Mano de Bongo's uh, Soul Makosa and he does say Mama say Mama sa Mama Kosa. But the internet was convinced he was saying I'm going to say it one more time I'm not going to say it. <laughs> See, this is the era we live in. It's disinformation. It's misinformation. Well, okay. <laughs> so you were right. That's the good news. Well, guess what? Okay, what? Now I'm happy okay. again. We You're happy Because I love Mama Say Mama Say. <laughs> That's what it, you were right. You know what? You can rest you can easy again. tonight. Punky, um, one thing yeah. uh, about Missy, uh, you're so open about your private mm-hmm. life. Um, you know, you talk about your relationship on your podcast. Missy, on the other hand, she's overtly sexual in her lyrics and her art, but she's famously closed off when it comes to her private life. Yes. You know what I'm saying? What, what do you make of that? Well, <laughs> I first, first of all, I thought she was being private because she was gay. And back then... I think I think some, some, I some did, of us thought that, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I assume she was gay because they didn't sexualize her, like I said. Mm-hmm. She wasn't the... Isn't that the, crazy? Just because she wasn't the typical, right. we were like, oh, she must be what, And they didn't force her to be it mm-hmm. either. Yeah. Because usually if you're a female rapper, you're not going to make it. Like, Young Ma is underrated. Point blank, period. Mm-hmm. Young Ma got bars. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what's going on with the consistency of the or music label, or the albums yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But Young Ma should be a big artist. She really artist. should. Yeah. And I think it's because Young Ma can't be sexualized. Mm-hmm. And Butch is... I mean, it's just what it is with gay, yeah. gay butch women. You know what I'm saying? So with, with that being said, with Missy, I was just like, you know what? And even if she wasn't gay, I wanted to accept that because I felt like I had somebody that was just like me. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Wow. I, I think this goes back again towards, look, I think this song is a, you know, it's a, it's, it's a sexual 
uh, Declaration of Independence mm-hmm. uh, for women and for black women. But I also think, again, going back to that idea of Missy being this person that you want to align yourself with. Like, I wanted to align with Missy on the... On the she seemed like, to me, like she was a nerd. Being a nerd is yeah. very central to my personality. <laughs> yes. Um, Mine too, my friend. That's where we connect. <laughs> we might me. connect on that level. Yes, we but do. But I think that, like, for me, like, when I saw her and Timbaland, like, I sort of felt like, oh, these are, like, some nerds. Like, you know, yeah. they, they, they might make this, like, you know... Wow, music. And Pharrell is like that, too. It's that Virginia yeah. Beach collective. Like, mm-hmm. they all seemed kind of like alternative a little bit to they're, whatever else was going on. They're happily outside the mainstream. They and they're happily the, yeah. not doing... In fact, Missy, I've heard a couple of interviews where she mentions this. They made it a point to not listen to anything on the radio when mm-hmm. they made, especially their earliest stuff. They realized that what they had was special, and they didn't want to taint it by being confused and maybe, you know, wanting to do something that they heard on the radio. They were just like, no, we're living in our own little yes. cell here in Virginia Beach, and it's cool, and it's quirky, and it's us. It's our personalities. Yes. We're just going to keep on doing it. We're going to keep on doing it. We're going to keep out pushing out culture and new words badunkadunk comes to mind love badunkadunk okay can we talk about that for just one second because today I didn't know that that was a controversial thing (laughs) it's a Streisand effect Mandela whatever you call it I swear to God is it we think the word badunkadunk (laughs) is the word right Okay, I'm gonna isolate it for you. Tell me what this. Tell me what's happening. By the way, you here. can't forget that Soldier Boy also did a song called "Donk." You know, like we went from "Badonka Donk" to just, just "Donk." donk. <laughs> here is the part of the song where she says it. You let away my butt, boom, ba, boom, ba, boom, boom. Keep your eyes on my ba, boom, ba, boom, boom. You think you can handle this? Kadonka donk donk. None of those are badonka donk. <laughs> she said kadonka donk. Okay, fine. None of those are badonka donk. Okay, fine. She said kadonka donk. This is not a controversial, like you know, hot take. I'm not trying to like blow up anyone's like whatever. Lives here. She said kadonka donk. There's okay. No we were I don't one. Hear a cup. We were one consonant <laughs> off. You let away my butt. Keep your eyes on my ba-bum, ba-bum, ba-bum. I think you can handle this. It's like a guh. Look, you know, I feel there might be another song where she does say "badonka donk." Okay. You know, like maybe maybe we've conflated the two. Is how people always remember him saying, "You know, Luke, I am your father," which he <laughs> right. never says. Um, shout out or to play Star- it again, shout Sam. Out to Star- right? or play he never it says play it again, again, Sam. He says play it again. Okay, so this month is hip hop's fiftieth birthday. Looking back and reflecting on Missy's legacy, what do we think she's added to the culture? And are there any new female artists you're excited to see take? Up the baton that Missy definitely ran with for a very long time. There ain't nobody touching Missy. Yeah. Let me, I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> everybody these days, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's the the influence of social media, but everybody's talking about the same thing. Missy wasn't doing that. Mm. Everybody's talking about I got your money. I make him eat it like a mango. <laughs> everybody talk about I got houses, living rent free, and nobody is bringing this type of energy. Now don't get it twisted. <laughs> I'm a Nicki Minaj freak. Yeah. I'm a Cardi B fanatic. Yeah. Like, let's not get it twisted. I'm happy. I'm happy for the ladies who yeah, are running hip hop right now. Absolutely. I'm not discrediting I, anybody. Everybody from Ice Spice to I you feel know? like all the biggest stars yeah. are Megan. Yeah. Yes, they're all they're all women right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm not discrediting anybody, yeah. but it's it's a very very unfair comparison. I'm yeah. I'm telling you with, yeah. in regards to Missy Elliott, but I am excited for like Glorilla and I Spice. Love Glorilla. I just love the ghetto shit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hanging out my window. I just I just yes. love I just love how the fe- honestly I give mad credit to the female hip hop artists right now. They just unapologetically 
who they are and they in their own skin and they so Se- just, sexy red came out of nowhere for me oh, i don't even know where she came from <laughs> and she and i must and say she, sexy red you look much better with no makeup you're so beautiful naturally <laughs> you don't need none of that shit in your face you look you're just you're beautiful just on your own you don't need no makeup stop wearing that shit <laughs> <laughs> sexy red a, a, a confirmed listener of one song you you heard it from our guest mouth no makeup <laughs> I was just going to say, I think Missy, part of what makes her special, just as we've been talking about it, what I'm realizing is like this era, to your mm. point, is also about like artists tend to jump around different producers mm. and like songwriters. It's kind of the, the team effort to, to make what, what the product yeah. is has changed so dramatically. And Missy and Timba were like this. They were yeah. literally brother and sister. And uh, what's that line? Uh, we so tight, our styles get tangled. You know, yeah. like she sings, you know, and every, every, third song she's dropping his name she's talking about tim mm-hmm. talking about tim like they they love each other and they work together and they understand each other and there's something really special that comes out in the music the product is obviously they're both throwing ideas out they're both co-producing by the way a lot of these mm-hmm. tracks together she's technically you know it gets producer credit a lot of these times so yeah. i think there's something I think really that's special one of the, i think that's one of the things is that she's not just a rapper she was a songwriter songwriter mm-hmm. singer pinned great singer songs for some anything. other people she started Definitely. as a singer with a singing group i mean it's 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 wild i, I think about like some of the stuff she'd worked with when she was working with monica you know what i'm saying oh, like th- yeah. that's some of the best stuff you knock, know like knock knock come knocking drive <laughs> drive by your house and sit door. you know what oh, i mean like <laughs> who hasn't done that who hasn't driven by the ex's house and, and sat in your car and just she did a just, creep? She just come, <laughs> it's almost like it's she just comes into the song at the perfect moments and mm. she just lays down like this fluffy calmness to it like especially on that monica song Ooh, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. like Yeah. And then the song, it's funny how the tables turn. <laughs> like, damn, how you go so calm to, like, I mean, Jesus. It, it, Ladies I, Night. Remember when she was on Ladies Night and she oh, had, yeah. like, a, oh, yeah. she came in, she came in so great. Like, you're just always happy when Missy gets on the track. And, like, even, like, you know, J. Cole, like, she's done songs, like, for every period. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, she just fits know. so in with that lady. But I can't lie, on a Ladies but. Night track. The brat. Oh, what a night. The brat, the brat got me. The brat? Yeah. Y'all see how these bogus niggas try not to do this. I'm just like, damn, brat. Let's go, the brat. The brat is underrated, man. Shout out to the brat. I just, um, Functified was, was a moment. I remember mm-hmm. when Functified dropped. That was just, a, that was a, the B-side. Yeah. I mean, like, she held her own with... Big Papa, that was that was incredible. Yeah, that was incredible. But I think it does speak to how special Missy is that you never hear her really compared to the people who came before or after her. Mm-hmm. You never hear like, oh yeah, you know, she was kind of biting MC Light and biting, you know, Lil Kim. Like, nobody would ever say that. Yeah, you no. know what I'm saying? Like She's she, unique. Totally she unique. had her own lane and and she has her own lane. We're, she's still here, you know. Like so, we're yeah. giving her her flowers while she's still here. Absolutely. Yeah. And and one last thing, by the way, before we get to our game, there is one last sample and that is that this song has been sampled in a new track that's actually just a few months old and I'm going to play that for you. Oh wow. <laughs> this, this is a collab with Skrillex and Monsieur Roiseau, this French producer. <laughs> oh and my gosh. It, it's called Ratata. Oh, I do like this. A lot of rappers do they do sing. Yeah. But I they don't sound good on a cappella. Mm. When you when you busted that a cappella, Missy 
Yeah. She sounds She's excellent. Singing. Yeah, because one of the layers in there is her singing. I hadn't yes. noticed that till we were like listening. You can hear the uh, right. five or six things she's doing at once. Yeah. Yeah. And she, one of them is singing. She's going, when you did that, She she's playing. She's done. She, she's going soprano, alto. She's going big. She she's doing everything. She's got so much range. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. This could do so much. Okay, so the last thing we want to do is play a game. Now, I don't actually have any idea what the game is, but <laughs> neither does Diallo, but our producer, and neither does Punky. So none of us know what this game is. So, oh, uh, producer Matt, uh, you said it's going to be a fun game. I'd like to know what this game is. What are you got us into? Hello, Punky, Luxury, <laughs> Diallo. Hey, Matt. Hello. How's it okay, going? so I am taking over as the game's master, <laughs> and the game is called Flip It and Reverse It. Oh. So here's how it works. I'm going to play some popular songs in reverse, oh, backwards, no. and I want you to guess what they are. Now, you don't have buzzers, because we don't have budget for buzzers in here, so <laughs> Thanks, you're going to need to make your own buzzer-like noises. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to test the buzzers. <laughs> Luxury, was your buzzer? Do your noise, please. Beep, beep, beep. Okay, good Still buzzer. Uh, I'm going to go buzz. Cool. Punky. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just say I know it. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is what, where you feel comfortable with. Okay, so I will be keeping score, but there's no budget you for always a prize. Do. You either. always keep score. <laughs> All you stand score. to gain is respect <laughs> and the satisfaction of knowing that your brain can flip it and reverse it. Okay. Okay. Right. Are you ready for the first song? Yes. The first one is actually the easiest one, so be aware they're all going to get harder. Oh, I'm gonna feel so stupid. Okay, here we go. I believe the luxury. I luxury beat got in. It's uptown funk, my friend. Yes, it is. One point for Mr. Luxury. Congratulations. I couldn't hear. Could you not hear it at all? Oh, can you hear it in your head? No, I lied. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So, in the lead with one point is luxury. Here <laughs> is song two. Oh, I got it. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Diallo. That's Return of the Mac. It is indeed. We're all square. One point. Wow, one this is point. weird. It's weird that you can kind of hear it. Yeah, yeah. We've never played this game before, but Punky, do not look at me like that. <laughs> she, she not happy. I actually wouldn't be surprised if you if you guys do practice this kind of thing. <laughs> backwards. The kind of man that you are. Okay, song number three. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Yes. California Love. It is indeed taking the lead. He's Diallo. a freaking DJ. <laughs> yeah, no. Who has Serato, so he's practiced the backwards Exclusive. thing. I'm sorry. I didn't say the game was fair. Um, okay, moving on. The song number four. Beep, beep, beep. Yes. It's either Wonderwall. You can't say It's definitely Oasis. Or. It's Oasis. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> There's no either or. You have to give an answer. got to commit, bro. Come on. I at least get to hold the ball for a second because it's Oasis. Uh, I'm going with Wonderwall. It is indeed Wonderwall. Yes. We're all square. We're two not all square. Poor, two look at points. poor Punky over here. I think we should let Punky get this next one. Let okay. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no ain't nobody going to let me get nothing. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not three years old playing against my father. I have kids, and when one of them isn't winning, I'm always like, hey, let, come on, let the guy let the guy have one. But no, it's, that's fair enough. Bucky's pissed. Okay. Yeah. So the, the, the final song, Good Luck to Punky, is this one. 
that's what I'm not getting that yes. shit. That's Jimi Hendrix. Yes. And, and it's uh, Purple Haze? It is indeed. Ah. That means that the winner I think there was some cultural I think there was some cultural bias in the tech in the, in the exam. What return of the Mac? Come on. I'm upset. I am too. We got to make Punky feel better for the show ends. Come on, we can't end on this note. That's right. All right, actually I've got one bonus one. Okay. I'll Let, listen. Neither of these two can answer. Okay. This okay. is only for Well, punky. then I'm going to just be sitting up here like uh 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 uh. <laughs> okay, Punky, just for you. This is the I first one. I have no idea. I'm sitting up there like Tina Turner. I have literally no idea. <laughs> I'll give you a context clue. She is the daughter of a very famous country musician. Oh, I know. Yeah. She's the daughter of a country musician. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, can I give was, you a hint? Yeah. She was Hannah she, Montana. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to guess that she, shit. She, she was All on right. your show. All right, fine. I'm not a freaking uh, music freak like the rest of you assholes, okay? <laughs> I can't. I'm not that freaky that I know it backwards. So everyone just go on and kiss my freaking ass. Way to flip it reverse it. Jeez. <laughs> it was Flowers, right? Yes. By Miley? Kiss my kadonka donk donk. I'll give you guys a fun quote. You learn more when you lose. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. All right. I think that's it. Puggy Johnson. Thank you for playing our games. Oh, I, I, Thank you so had, much for joining us. I had an educational <laughs> ball here. Thank you guys so much. It was so and, fun uh, having you on. Could you oh tell God. us real quick, tell us about your podcast. Oh, y'all listen to Love Thing. I'm just giving unsolicited, unprofessional advice, <laughs> which means it's all coming from love and experience, not the book from and, the therapist. And they can sue you if your advice doesn't work out for them, right? I ain't say all that. <laughs> you could try. I don't know what you're going to get, but you could try. Oh, and, and, and Punky, when can the people, how can the people and find and listen to Love Thing? Y'all go and listen to that on Sirius XM on Kevin Hart's radio, uh, channel 96, um, every Tuesday, and then I think every Wednesday on everywhere you get your podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, you heard her say hook. That's that, that's that New Orleans right there. Was it? You should say Kevin Hart's name? Kevin Hart. <laughs> Kevin Hart. Yeah, no, that, I love Kevin it. Kevin Hart's. <laughs> All right, Luxury, listen to this thing. I am actor, writer, director, and sometimes DJ Diallo Riddle. And I'm songwriter, producer, and guy who sometimes whispers interpolation luxury. <laughs> and this has been One Song. One Song is a Sirius XM and Kevin Hart's LOL Radio production. This episode was produced by Matthew Nelson and Jordan Calling, with engineering from Marcus Hom. Additional production support from Leslie Guam, Charles Childers, and Alicia Shimada. The show is executive produced by Kevin Hart, Ty Randolph, Mike Stein, Brian Smiley, Eric Eddings, and Eric Weil. Hey, this is Justin Richmond, host of the Broken Record Podcast. Join me along with co-host Leah Rose as we sit down with the artists you love to get unparalleled creative insight. You'll hear revealing interviews with some of the most legendary figures in music like Paul Simon, Usher, Pete Townsend, Damon Albarn of the Gorillaz, and Missy Elliott. And you'll hear from up-and-comers like jazz artist Leve, who told me about her fast rise to fame during the pandemic. Listen to Broken Record on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Myrtle Beach is the beach. 60 miles of bright sand, water, and a wealth of wonderful music playing day and night. You can step into a simple beach bar and discover a surprising level of exciting musical talent. 
a place to kick back and groove to the enticing soundtrack of the most unexpected vacations around, with nothing but good vibes floating through the warm ocean air. Plan your own music field trip to America's jukebox at visitmyrtlebeach.com.